0: Welcome to Manners and Madness, a Jane Austen and David Lynch podcast. My name is Maya Adkins.
1: And I'm Christian Cabrera. And today we are recapping Fire Island.
0: Ooh, the new and contemporary.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yes, modern adaptation.
0: Yeah, we're practically getting this out when it's released. I mean, you know, (laughs) like a few weeks later, but still, for us, very timely. Still, (laughs) (laughs)
1: i was about to say most of our stuff it's like "Eh, this was released probably about 20 years ago so So this is very timely
0: yes i liked it should we go just go straight into first impressions or do we want to like oh i was gonna say it was supposed to come out last week because we were going to but it got delayed and so we did a re-release but David Lynch. And that made me think Fire Island, even though it has nothing to do with David Lynch, clearly, but it does kind of <laughs> sound like something
1: David Lynch. <laughs> it does. I mean, you know, Fire Walk With Me. It could be like a sequel to that. Yeah. Fire Island. He
0: loves fire.
1: <laughs> <laughs> exactly. There's always a tie-in. <laughs> uh,
0: we can always find one. <laughs> <laughs>
1: But yeah, what was your first impression?
0: Well, I've had many first impressions now I've watched it a few times. But the first time I watched mm-hmm. it, I just thought, well, I was doing a lot of, oh, this is this Jane Austen character. This is this Jane Austen plot. And this is this Jane Austen yep. thing. <laughs> so I was doing that a lot. And then afterwards, I watched like a review and the reviewers liked it, but had like a lot of criticism for it and so that made me think oh maybe i just like things too much and and i was like i can see (laughs) your points and so it kind of clouded what i thought i had my experience but then i watched it again and i was like nope i like it
1: yeah yeah I, I feel the same way the first time viewing I was watching it with my partner and I basically the entire movie was me pointing out characters and scenes from the <laughs> <laughs> Pride and Prejudice we it's like, Lydia. That's to do I'm <laughs> <laughs> exactly exactly but I really liked it I enjoyed it it's a really great summer movie yeah you know very fun and it just made me want to like go to the beach and I don't know Have some (laughs) drinks and some tropical, fruity drinks and, I don't know, have some fun. Totally. In the pool.
0: And I was rooting for all the couples by the end. And yeah, I found it a lot even more fun the second time when I wasn't, like, thinking so much about the Jane Austen portion of it. Yeah. Yeah, totally sucked me in. It was fun. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Yeah. And I felt like on my second viewing, I was, like, subconsciously focusing on... On this version of Darcy and being like, let me kind of like picture it from his point of view. Uh-huh. And it was just a, a different kind of viewing. It was really fun, though.
0: Yeah, yeah. I feel like it was definitely a good portrayal of Darcy, and it was a good portrayal of Elizabeth, even though she seemed, or you know, <laughs> the Joel Kim Booster version of Elizabeth was very salty. But then you know, Elizabeth is pretty salty too. So I was like, well, that's exactly. just you know, contemporary. Gay man version. of
1: <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's definitely a more contemporary, updated version. I like to imagine that that's how Elizabeth would be in modern times. Yeah, it very <laughs> and, much
0: could be because, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, and especially like a like a especially the like Caroline Bingley. I was like, that is a perfect. Update of Caroline. <laughs> it's spot <laughs> Your on. You hate her in the same way.
0: <laughs> I would say my other first impression, I guess, was at first I was like the beginning part felt very much like one of those Hallmark Jane Austen movies or yep. Lifetime. I think especially because it like starts with the book and there's like a voiceover which feels very kind of <laughs> Lifetime movie, but. Oh, yeah. um yeah, it quickly kind of moves past that, I feel like.
1: Yeah, and I feel like the the narrator voice kind of comes in and out almost like a Jane Austen book in a way, which I kinda like. Yeah. Um it's not just like those typical hallmarks where it's like it's always there and you're definitely gonna know what they're <laughs> thinking. <laughs> yeah.
0: Well the acting was much better in this than most of those. Hallmarks. Yeah.
1: Yeah, and and even like the cinematography was really good. It looked really beautiful.
0: Oh, definitely, definitely. I would love to go to Fire Island, but I feel like I'm not allowed.
1: <laughs> oh yeah, oh you're definitely allowed because you you would be a very much like the the Margaret Cho. Just yes, you would you wouldn't be a lesbian.
0: <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Have you ever been? But it would
1: be fun. No, but I really want to go. It's just it can be very expensive
0: mm. to
1: get a house on the island. I can imagine. Yeah. But there are different parts of the island. From what I understand, there's, like, the Pines, which is, like, the gay part. I think Cherry Grove is where the lesbians go. <laughs> and then there's another part that I think is, like, for, like, families. It's, like, straight tourists. Oh, really? Like, um, <laughs> like a, I think a lot of people from Long Island go to that part.
0: Oh, interesting. Interesting.
1: Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, that's, that's just whatever. <laughs>
0: <laughs> i never even heard of it until... You know, in my 20s, I had a lot of... Well, I went to art school, so I had a lot of gay friends. (laughs) And a lot of them went to, like, New York to be on Broadway and stuff. And they'd always Uh be posting on social media about going to Fire Island. I was like, "No, what's this now? And I thought it was, like, someplace in the middle of the Atlantic. It took me a really long time to realize
1: (laughs) what it was. (laughs) It's just a short ferry ride away. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. But, yeah, I definitely... I would love to go. I think it'd be a lot of fun. And it looks very... Very, just like the perfect, like docks everywhere and yeah, <laughs> palm trees. It was, it was definitely
0: really cool looking.
1: Yeah, maybe one day.
0: <laughs> uh, well, did you tell like, your first impressions? You did. Well,
1: sort of. I kind of like led into it, but I just I I followed the a lot of the actors, and I followed Joel for a long time, and so I was kind of excited to see them all together in a movie. Yeah. And I feel like a lot of the sense of humor was like what I have come to expect and love from them. So I was just really <laughs> happy to see a movie full of comedians I liked.
0: Yeah. And you listen to all their podcasts too. So
1: yeah, <laughs> very
0: interesting crossover podcast wise.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> I loved it.
0: I've listened to some of them, but I never picked them up as like a regular thing.
1: Yeah, I think I'd, I've kept that would probably be my recommendation today. but. Matt Rogers and Bone Yanks podcast is definitely like I think it's probably my favorite one. Lost culture, yes, I love, yes. <laughs> That's I what love I it. <laughs> <laughs> They're silly.
0: <laughs> All right. Well, should we go ahead and get into the notes? Sure. All right. Well. There wasn't as much as I would have liked. Maybe if I had listened to the podcast I would have gotten more notes. But, you know, I was thinking this is one of the ones I wish I had a DVD with some special features on it.
2: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
0: but I did get a few things. The director is Andrew On, I believe. Or mm-hmm. Ann, Andrew. I think and, it's On. On. And it was written by Joel Kim Booster, <laughs> <laughs> who was also the lead of noah and i put down mm-hmm. everybody's character like so it was noah but also elizabeth
1: <laughs> yes
0: <laughs> and bow and yang was howie also jane <laughs>
1: mm-hmm.
0: which was very funny and very jane and it was very jane centric yes. adaptation you know
1: <laughs> yeah yeah it was all about jane which it was like kind of like elizabeth was kind of a secondary character which Almost. i kind of liked
0: yeah because she was making it all about... Well, I keep saying she, but...
1: Yeah. <laughs> he was making but, it. But, you know, <laughs> we'll probably go back and forth. <laughs> yeah.
0: Conrad Rickamora was Will or Fitzwilliam Darcy. <laughs> <laughs> I liked it when their names were, like, somehow related to their character names
1: me too <laughs>
0: like uh james scully was charlie or charles bingley and mm-hmm. uh, margaret show was kind of a mrs bennett character mm-hmm. matt rogers was luke aka lydia <laughs> <laughs> and tomas matos was keegan mm-hmm. or kitty
2: <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> very funny Victorian Miller was Max or Mary and I was like oh my god you're such a perfect portrayal of Mary like the yes. way you're <laughs> playing it.
1: <laughs> yes I loved it.
0: And then we have Nick Adams who was Cooper who was kind of like a Caroline Lady Catherine perhaps yes. uh, mix them up and Zane Phillips was Dex or Wickham.
1: <laughs> so bad
0: I know, uh, yeah, I know. <laughs> and then we also had Michael Graceffa 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 as Reese Aiden Wharton as Brayden Peter Smith as Moses and Bradley Gibson as Johnny who I think were just random they didn't have yes. like character people <laughs> they were <really> the <laughs> so originally the project started for Quibi and it was entitled Trip oh. But then Quibi shut down, and it was picked up by Searchlight Pictures.
1: Yes, and there's also a Quibi joke in the movie, if you didn't catch it.
0: <laughs> There is, there is. <laughs> <laughs> That's what Margaret Cho invested all her money in Quibi. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it has a 95% positive rating from critics on Rotten Tomato. Awesome. And there was one, like, pedantic thing that I had to rebut from the IMDb goofs. The only thing it listed under goofs was it said that the sun doesn't set over the Atlantic because they're watching the sunset and they're in the Atlantic, but they're on an island, so it does set. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So I just was like, um, I wanted to like respond on IMDb. I was gonna put like a not helpful thing, but I never (laughs) allowed IMDb to have any of my information so they wouldn't let me
1: <laughs> that's a good point though they're on an island it's, it's sun. not like <laughs> the sun.
0: it's a... anyway it was just like it's right. craziness <laughs> i can't believe this is right. the one not only goof written <laughs> <laughs>
1: We should all make it our mission to go and thumbs down that goof.
0: <laughs> so silly. Weird. Like, oh, they made a mistake. I'm like, n- no, okay. actually. The sun <laughs> rises and sets on that island.
1: <laughs> <laughs> exactly.
0: Okay. Um, I mean, I live in Florida, and I used to watch the sunset over the river every night. Right. So.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so take that Goof.
0: Goof. <laughs> All right, well, that's all I had for notes. So let's go ahead and get to the recap.
1: All right, let's do it. All right. So for the recap, uh, we open... Someone's phone ringing and vibrating, um, and their ringtone is a section of Wendy Williams' iconic monologue about Dua Lipa. If you've never heard it, um, <laughs> where it just repeats, "She's an icon, she's a legend," and that made me laugh. <laughs> and then I wrote, "I immediately feel seen."
0: <laughs> well, didn't I don't know if I know Bo and Yang used to before he got on Saturday Night Live was kind of famous for doing like lip, re- lip.
2: Oh the, yeah, uh,
0: lip reading, lip syncing yeah. of um, speeches and people's funny mm-hmm. stuff. So I didn't know if that was from one of those, or if he had done one of those, or or if Joel can yeah. do those as
1: well. Um, well, on the podcast, it was at, that ringtone was actually a recording of Bowen doing it, so it was like oh, Hallie really? doing it. Yeah, <laughs>
2: that's funny. but
1: it, it's from Wendy Williams episode where she was talking about it. That's like been so memeified. At this point, <laughs> perfect. <laughs> but next we see Noah, who's Joel Booster you know, b- played by Joel Booster, wake up, and the narrator in his voice reads the opening line of Pride and Prejudice. Um, <laughs> kind of, <laughs> he's kind of yeah, <laughs> um, and he's panicking. And he's running late. Um, he's quickly getting dressed and shoving some clothes in a bag, and tells his hookup from the night before that he's got to go. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I appreciate it when he said that Jane Austen was an icon.
1: <laughs> yes. <laughs> he clearly, he understood who he was quoting. <laughs> but next we see a Lyft driver speed up to the docks and slam on their brakes. And we see him jump out <laughs> and run to the ferry that's leaving for Fire Island. And on the ferry, we see his group of friends yawning at him <laughs> to hurry up. And as he meets up with them, we get an overhead monologue kind of telling like some descriptors about them like their financial status and that they're poor but not like really poor just poor as in they'll probably never own property Uh but uh, (laughs) which seems like you know kind of runs in theme with like the sisters will technically never own property but
0: (laughs) right true 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 (laughs)
1: So, but we learned that they all met 10 years ago working at the same brunch spot in Williamsburg and then we get an intro to each character. Uh, first up, we meet Luke and Keegan, our Lydia and Kitty. <laughs> we find out that they met in theater school, but uh, were unfortunately kicked out of the program. Uh, but they still believe they're stars. Believable. <laughs> it was like, that's spot on. <laughs> Next, we meet Max, who's our Mary. He's super smart, but can sometimes come across as uptight. <laughs> And he was a really great Mary. I really loved him.
2: Yeah.
1: <laughs> and then finally we meet Howie, who's our Jane. We learn he recently left NYC for a startup job in San Francisco. But no one, Howie's bond, still runs a bit deeper than everyone else's for spiritual reasons. <laughs> and then we find out that those spiritual reasons are actually due to racist customers at the brunch store.
0: Yep. Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Just, you know, can't escape it. Yeah. Yeah, I like the, the way they like
0: added the real world problems, but it never felt like, you know,
1: like harping we're on making it. a
0: statement, you know?
1: Yeah, it <laughs> was just like,
0: here's reality.
1: <laughs> this, is, <laughs> this is what happens. <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> I like that too. It's very Jane Austen, you know, like, this is what a yeah. woman is, but we're not going to complain about it. <laughs>
1: Exactly. This is just, you need to know what it's like, and that's it. Yeah. (laughs) But as the ferry nears the island, we see it's basically a queer paradise. There's (laughs) not a straight person in sight, and as the group makes their way to the house, we hear someone yell, Bitch, I knew I smelled some bottoms. And that's where we meet Erin, who's like their lesbian house mother.
0: (laughs) I... Really liked, oh, I forgot to say, when they're on the boat, I thought when they all derobed and had to all take off their shirts was really funny. (laughs) But like the walk that they take up to Margaret Cho's house and her house in general, I just think was like, I'm gonna go there. That looks gorgeous.
1: (laughs) I know, it looked perfect. It was like so comfy and quaint and like just tucked away. It was so pretty. Uh, I loved it. But then we learned some facts about her. She was a career brunch server, she's a lesbian, and her age is unknown. And a few years ago, she made a small fortune when she ate a small piece of glass at an Italian chain restaurant. And they make some, like, allusion to unlimited salad or something. And I wrote Olive Garden (laughs) question mark.
0: It does feel very Mrs. Bennett for if she was going yes. to have become randomly wealthy, that she would have done it in <laughs> <Yes>. similar fashion.
2: <laughs> yes. <laughs> Very much, much hysterics,
0: I'm sure. I don't know. <laughs> Margaret would have had as much as this. <laughs> <has been it. laughs>
1: I don't know. There's a couple of times where she's, you know, <laughs> screaming and yelling at this show. True,
0: true, true. <laughs> in this movie.
1: <laughs> but then next we see Noah popping a bottle of champagne on the roof, and he and Howie sit down together and uh, share a joint.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Howie starts to say that it's a mistake that he came, and that the island makes him feel terminally alone. We learn that he's never had a boyfriend, and neither has Noah. <laughs> but they kind of have two different viewpoints on, yeah, philosophies is actually a good way to put it. On like the gay community relationship styles, Howie's more traditional, wants you know to be monogamous, and Noah's definitely more, I would say, probably more modern and more poly.
0: It Maybe it's sad that. You know, he's getting, he lives across the country from these people now, and he's finally getting to Mm -hmm. hang out with them for a week, and he's so concerned about being single, and I'm like, who cares? Just be friends with your friends.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I I wonder, though, if it's, like, the being on a place like Fire Island, where there's, like, so many expectations of, yeah you gotta look like this, and you gotta do this while you're there, and Noah definitely puts some of that on Howie and Made Without Knowing
0: yeah because the whole like need for him to have sex during this week is just a little weird like okay yeah i mean i don't know because you know but
1: (laughs) yeah no no no. it's it's i mean it's definitely you could tell it's out of the norm for him to be like you know hookup queen right but you know we get to see both sides definitely but they both make their way down to join the rest of the group, and we hear Luke complaining that there's no hot tub, and that there <laughs> should be one because it can kill STIs. It's clear science. <laughs> it's like, Lydia? <laughs> I, love I love it. They love their pool, though. <laughs> I know. I was like, it's a great pool. It's so pretty. Noah starts to ask if they're really complaining right now while they're in paradise, and then Max comes running out of the house. Uh, looks like he's grossed out about something and accidentally bumps into Noah, sending his phone right into the pool. So, no phone for the weekend.
0: Yeah, that was one of those critiques I saw in the other review that I watched that I was like, uh-huh. yeah, I can definitely see. I feel like it wasn't quite utilized as much as it could have been, the whole like mm-hmm. phone being out of commission for the week. Right. It was used, but we could have had a lot more notes and letter writing
1: (laughs) yeah yeah make it more like austin-ish with he's like at a desk writing a note
0: (laughs) (laughs) or people leaving notes for him although he does get a letter so that you know
1: (laughs) yeah he gets a letter later and i think there's like some underlying allusions to it because he never got to look up anything about Dex or any of these other people so it's like these weird like underlying things that we don't you have to think about I
0: guess yeah yeah it's a good way to not have to worry about the phone for the rest of the movie
1: exactly (laughs) let's take care of it right at the start yeah (laughs) but next we see him putting his phone in a bowl and then pouring a bag of rice on top of it (laughs) and then he goes on a rant about having an iphone 6 in the year 2022 uh, not being able so to af- <laughs> <laughs> I know, he's not able to afford Apple Care because he has an iPhone six.
0: I don't think you can even have Apple Care for an iPhone six. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Probably not anymore. <laughs> but Keegan suggests that Aaron buy him a new one, because she's rich. Um, and as they all look to her, she starts to cry. Aww. And then we learn she's essentially broke, and that she's never been great with money. And to reinforce that, we learn that she was an early investor in Quibi, (laughs) which, if you don't know about Quibi, yep, didn't end so well. But then she breaks the unfortunate news that she has to sell the house, and that essentially it's their last summer together, like it is now. Aww, which is sad. Yeah. So to get them out of their depression, they go to kind of a traditional dance slash kind of like hangout tradition on the island which is called tea dance or tea
0: how perfect for an austin adaptation
1: i know right <laughs> it's perfect <laughs> while at tea noah lets hallie know that someone seems to be very interested in him and they're eyeing him from across the room and aaron somehow pulls up his instagram and i feel like it's such a mrs Bennett move where she's just like i know exactly who that is and <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> why you're perfect for him <laughs> but we get a shot of all three of their group and these are clearly our Bingley's and our Darcy.
0: <laughs> yep, and it's very Jane Austen for Bingley to see Jane across the room and just immediately be smitten.
1: Exactly. <laughs> he definitely had that like puppy dog energy that
0: <laughs> oh, for sure. Bingley
1: always had.
0: Very good Bingley.
1: <laughs> yes. But as they're are- group is leaving noah tries to get howie to run into them accidentally but shoves him down the steps uh <laughs> but it works because howie is rescued by her bingley or his name is charlie charles charlie uh-huh. and they have a very flirty and slightly awkward like be cute but he invites them to join his group to see the sunset and then he reveals that he is a doctor and (laughs) this is where I was like this is the most Mrs. Bennett thing because then she just starts (laughs) to scream
0: (laughs) a doctor did we already meet Darcy as well
1: oh yeah there was like a quick little scene at the the bar where Noah's trying to get drinks and then this guy comes up who's kind of like fetishizing him for being Asian and Uh he tries to like pretend to have a boyfriend With Darcy, but Will is like, I don't know what's going on, no thank you.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I feel like that kind of sets the stage for why he's so standoffish for the rest of the time. Right.
1: (laughs) He's like, "Uh, I don't want to be a part of this.
0: (laughs) He's so stone-faced. And my notes, I I'm just like, it starts off for at least the first half of the notes, it's all the Jane Austen character names. And then, like, halfway yes. through, it starts <laughs> to switch over to, like, their actual names.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's how it was for me. I was, like, writing, like, at the beginning, like, Noah or our Elizabeth. And <laughs> I was like, well, I, I think I can get it now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I just wrote Jane and Bingley. They're so cute. <laughs>
1: yes. <laughs> they are. They're spin. but at the docks we learn about the rest of charlie's group caroline is actually his friend cooper our family friend who was like a quintessential insta gay he (laughs) self-describes as a brand manager and (laughs) noah correctly replies with whatever that means because you never know what that means it just means that you're instagram famous
2: (laughs) and then we
1: meet Exactly, <laughs> a brand's manager. Then we meet our Darcy or Will. He's a lawyer who seems to have like a the most like neutral personality possible, like no emotions, <laughs> yes. no nothing. Very much our Darcy, yes. and he comes across as very condescending. Yes. But as the sun starts to set, they start to count down. But they seem to go too fast, and they start to like <laughs> s- slow it down and be like, one and a half. And it's, it's very funny, but Will and Cooper are not amused. Which is rude.
0: Yeah. But Charles is. Or Charlie. Yes.
1: Yeah, he loves it. He thinks they're very funny.
0: Because they are.
1: <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. But as the groups get up to leave, Charlie invites them to an after party at their house.
0: A hot tub.
1: <laughs> <laughs> they're very excited about they finally get their hot tub.
0: <sighs> what is it, Luke and Keegan, or Luke and yeah, Keegan? I wrote mm-hmm. Kitty and Lydia.
1: <laughs> <laughs> they're so funny. <laughs> they are. I love them together. So as the group shows up to the party, I, I wrote it's a literal cis white gay nightmare. There are. <laughs> like buff white gays everywhere eyeing them and being like why are you here because you don't look like us
0: I wrote so many speedos <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh yeah I feel like it's I've heard that speedos are like mandatory uh, <laughs> um, wardrobe for Fire Island
0: my dad used to wear speedos all the time
1: you <laughs> <laughs> would have fit right in <laughs> But as Noah goes to get drinks for him and Howie, he sees Charlie has joined him. So he talk he walks up as they're talking about old SNL sketches. <laughs> Gaze in space. But Cooper interrupts him to have Charlie help him find Will. He's like, whatever. Very calculated. But as Noah finishes up Noah ha- goes to the bathroom and as he's finishing up, he catches a conversation between Charlie and Will that isn't so nice, um, talking about how they're just not the typical group that comes to these parties and how Noah is not that attractive to be that funny or something. It It's just not great.
0: Well, that's when he's like... He's not hot enough to tempt me.
1: (laughs) Right. (laughs) Directly that scene, which is always like an eye roll, like, get (laughs) over yourself.
0: Yeah. He's so funny because everyone is in Speedos, but he's in a polo. Yes. And... I wrote, Will hates Fire Island, who hurt him? <laughs>
1: <laughs> exactly. <laughs> He's got a little bit of Mary thrown in there. He's just a little uptight.
0: Well <laughs> Darcy was like that too.
1: <laughs> That's true. That's true.
0: Also, um, there was a before that scene, somebody says something about lindsey Graham and Parent Trap and Poe and Yang is like, I would <laughs> <Yes>. watch that. <laughs> I just love <that> hilarious. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs>
1: These aren't our people. They thought Lindsey Graham was in the parrot trap. (laughs) He was like, I'd I'd see that. (laughs) Uh, But then we get kind of shots of Luke and Keegan trying to bring cheese into the hot tub. (laughs) Because he was a bartender, or actually he was a bar back, but that's just semantics. Uh, (laughs) And clearly too drunk and... Starts to kind of throw up everywhere and they go to take him home. Mm. But the next morning we learned that Howie did not come home from the night before. Before and... they
0: leave though, he really feels very um Elizabeth when he's like, Don't let them think that they're better than you. Yes. <laughs> but we are embarrassing. <laughs> that's when they're <laughs> yes. doing <not> that. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs>
1: don't think that don't let them think that we're better than you. That they're better than us. And then you know <laughs> and Lydia back- 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 back. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> not the brie in the hot tub is the line i remember <laughs> <laughs> that oh, house though two. was
0: like so gorgeous and huge and i know the pool hot tub situation i was like i mean i prefer was... margaret chose personally but it was just like yeah. wow this is fancy schmancy
1: Yeah, yeah. I think it it was like a indoor, I think there was like multiple pools like some indoor, some outdoor. It was very like, oh, yeah, these are the rich people. (laughs) Do you think
0: they own that house or do they just rent it? And who do you think is in charge? Is it Will? Is it
1: Charles? (laughs) (laughs) I think it was probably rented and I bet you like it was probably Cooper who rented it because it seems to, I don't know, I feel like to be a brand manager or whatever you probably have to have like familial money (laughs) so maybe he's
0: getting it for free because he's going to be right um, you know promoting it it. (laughs) (laughs) it.
1: right (laughs) that's probably true Uh, the next morning we learn how he did not come home and noah gets very excited he thinks you know maybe it was a success uh so he heads to the party house to go find him and uh, we learned that he did crash there. And, and then I wrote, I don't know if you caught this, but when they're talking in the living room before he goes to the house and he's saying, like, how he didn't come home, blah, blah, blah. And then Keegan says, well, maybe they killed him. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> <laughs> Which was really funny. Um, so I wrote, they didn't kill him, I guess. But <laughs> Noah invites Charlie over to their house for dinner as repayment for taking care of Howie. But unfortunately, Charlie asks if he can invite his house, too. And I just wrote, boo.
0: They're very perfectly dorky together, Charles and Howie. Yes.
1: <laughs> <laughs> they are, because it's just like, you know, they're just talking the whole time. <laughs> it's <laughs> just like, you guys are just dorks. But yeah. They're so cute.
0: And uh, what's Caroline's name? Cooper is Cooper. Um, so annoying.
1: <laughs> uh, the worst just butting in all the time
0: every time they walk, i feel like the running joke that every time they walk in they're like who are you <laughs> oh yeah
1: can we help you <laughs> get a different line but then when they get back they spring it on Aaron that they're gonna have a dinner party, and she's panicked, but excited because she loves dinner parties, and it makes it very hard (laughs) being friends with her. (laughs) (laughs) But she sends them to the pantry, which is like the island grocery store, Uh to go search for anything dented or almost expired, so they get a discount. And while he is trying to dent some cans in the back, Noah meets Dex, who's our Wickham. Mm -hmm.
0: He's got a very... Wickham Bennett girls dynamic too with the whole group yeah
1: (laughs) he's very flirty with all of them in a way and he's kind of making sure to like spread out his attention evenly so that he can maybe get someone
0: he's very cute
1: (laughs) yes very very attractive (laughs) but on the way back to the house the group runs into Charlie and Will (laughs) and Will is eating ice cream and there's like a joke about small ice creams that he just Tosses it away. He was Those like, it was nothing. the funniest <laughs> moments to me. He's
0: like, I didn't think you'd be into teeny tiny ice cream cones, and he was like, poof, he just throws it away. I was like, yes. What is happening? This is hilarious.
1: <laughs> <laughs> he was like, it was melting anyways. I didn't. Because <laughs> <laughs> he does it again, and it's just so funny. yes. <laughs> <laughs> but this is where we find out that they also apparently know Dex, and I just wrote, mm. oh.
0: We know that scene, too.
1: (laughs) Yep. (laughs) What's the story there? But um, back at the house, Noah and Will kind of have a short-lived connection over an Alice Monroe book Noah's reading. They talk about...
0: (laughs) Yeah. Kind of like...
1: Yeah. I was going
0: to say, it's very much like the dance where it's like, how to have a
1: conversation.
0: <laughs> Lessons, right,
1: <laughs> right. She knows like this is how you talk back to someone who is asking yeah. a question. <laughs>
0: <laughs> he has like a little voiceover as they're transitioning to that scene where he's talking about like one week on Fire Island is like yeah, or one day on Fire Island is like a week in the real world, and right, it felt very like funny and biting, like a, a Jane Austen. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: But it's so true about island life. Like, I remember when we went to North Captiva a day, uh-huh. literally, I was like, we've done so much. And it's only been one day. We have so many more days.
0: <laughs> I know. I spent two weeks there and I look back and I'm like, the summer I spent on North Captiva. <laughs> <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs>
1: uh, we just need to make that our own fire, our local fire island. <laughs> yeah, let's do it. Seriously. But their conversation starts to turn a little bit awkward and a little bit tense. As they talk more, and then it starts to go even more downhill when uh, Howie brings out his sketchbook to show Charlie, which shows that he really likes him, but then it kind of brings up, like, the feelings that Will has. He doesn't know who Howie is, and so he's sort of being protective of his friend, so it kind of, like, makes him less kind of, like, rude at that moment. Uh Uh-huh. But uh, Luke and Keegan walk up with Dex, and they go inside to play some games and when we go in we see they're playing heads up we
0: don't play games we're adults i was like
1: (laughs) yeah i was like oh i still play games (laughs) i love a board game (laughs) but when we go inside we see that they're playing the game heads up on their phone which you know if you don't know you hold the phone up to your head (laughs) and they have to guess who the character is or whatever (laughs) but will is not very good at it because he can't guess marissa tomei which, in theory, it's Lincoln Keegan. Saying every <laughs>
0: iconic line from Mike has invented yes. the best. I watched, I loved that movie as a kid and probably could also recite every line that she says in that movie.
1: <laughs> I just think it's so funny that they're saying it in like very much like a Long Island like, you know, sort of accent and he goes, Penelope Cruz. <laughs> it's like not close. Yeah. <laughs> Then we kind of go to the kitchen where Dex and Noah kind of have a moment and they kind of Dex reveals to us that he kind of sort of why Will does not seem to like him. And Dex says that it's because he has an OnlyFans account.
2: It's a pretty Um, big deal breaker.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Well, you know, sometimes to some people it is. You know, which is silly (laughs) to me, but whatever. I just
0: wrote down the lines. I sort of have an OnlyFans. It's kind of a big deal breaker.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) it was definitely like over the top (laughs) the way he said it. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But, you know, silliness. But yeah, I didn't really write anymore for that because like the dinner was kind of like, you know, short lived and they all kind of have fun together. Charlie's having a lot of fun. But, you know, Cooper and Will are being sticks in the mud.
0: Well, and they're all assuming that because they got, like, Howie and Char- Charlie got 27 minutes of uninterrupted time together for oh, right. the that they got together. Right. Like, I don't even oh, yeah, remember yeah, what yeah. they're doing, but they're doing something funny. Um, but yeah. they do kiss. Oh.
1: <laughs> yeah, I did, I did. I read it down <laughs> the next morning they're because they're at the beach and <laughs> Luke has Dex's name spelled out in sunscreen on his stomach. <laughs> which is, like, the most Lydia thing ever. <laughs>
0: Oh,
1: 100%. Only have been on the lower back. (laughs) Right, exactly. (laughs) But we learned that Howie and Charlie did not hook up, but instead they did a puzzle and they talked about coming out, which is, (laughs) I I wrote, definitely not Hope behavior, but they did kiss, so it's something. (laughs) It's a step. They (laughs) kissed!
0: It takes so little to make me happy.
1: Me too. But later on, they're getting ready for the infamous underwear party.
0: Is this when Matt Rogers says, I don't know why you guys (laughs) don't think of me as more of a threat?
1: Yes. (laughs) Because he's looking at himself in the mirror. (laughs) Such a perfect Lydia. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) I can't remember. I didn't write it down, but I think it was before this. But... There was a line he had where I think he said it was improvised, which is very funny, where he was like, does anyone (laughs) want to trade a a Listerine breath strip for a prep pill? (laughs) Which is so funny to me. I remember that one. (laughs) He's so funny. But yeah, he definitely is feeling himself for the underwear party. And then they all start to kind of pile on the table any sort of pills and various sort of drugs that they have. (laughs) see who wants what to prepare for it. Um, that was the most like
0: what? That's <laughs> for yes. me. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yes. <laughs> I've heard the underwear party I think is kind of like an infamous part of Fire Island and it's very infamous that ketamine is a very big part of that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Games the, the, like their the, drugs.
0: Um, Reagan just said no to drugs did not work. Made me very scared of all like her Hard drugs. Oh, hard drugs.
1: (laughs) Well, ketamine can be very dangerous, so. (laughs) But I guess if you trust who you're getting it, bro. (laughs) But we learn Aaron is not joining them because she's been banned from Cherry Grove due to some mention of a fire, Uh, but we don't really go (laughs) too deep into it. So that was so funny. That
0: was so funny she's like, lesbians never forget.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Which, I was like, that feels like a correct, like, stereotype. (laughs) They never forget.
0: (laughs) You're bad now, you're bad forever. (laughs)
1: Yes. (laughs) But the group arrives at the Ice Palace, which is, you know, the host of the Uduber party. (laughs) And they all go in, and they're Noah and Howie are looking for Charlie. But Noah leaves, stays with Will uh, when Howie goes to find Charlie. And they kind of have, like, a very intimate moment on the dance floor. Until they're well, first interrupted they by the most
0: awkward dancing ever, <laughs> and then yeah. it kind of turns into good, you know, sparks. Yes, sparks <laughs> are
1: flying, but they're interrupted by pesky Cooper. Ugh. I so kinda...
0: obvious, Caroline. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Can't help her. Can't help herself. Cooper takes Noah to the bathroom and essentially tells him that he's moving to L.A. next year and needs Will to be his starter boyfriend, which is <laughs> gross. <laughs> it was like the worst.
0: It was so funny when he was like, he's got like the rich prep school kind of trauma, which is why his voice is so deep.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> that was just like the toxic, uh, toxicness of this community sometimes. The second
0: time uh, I watched this, it was during the day, and the, this entire sea, like, dance, I was like, I cannot see anything that is happening. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, it's very so dark. dark. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, he basically forces Noah to be like, to reassure him that he's not interested in Will. But mm. luckily for Noah, Dex comes to the rescue and says that they have to go handle some emergency together, because he is a nurse. <laughs> <laughs> But clearly, there's no emergency, and they go to the dance floor and they start to the dance, and uh, they're making out, and then it's time to head to the dark room.
0: And you can see Luke in the background looking for. Yes. <laughs> yes.
1: And was not very happy to see that they're together.
0: <laughs> also, I assume already very intoxicated because this is mm-hmm. the same. Okay, yeah.
1: Yeah, and let's not forget in addition to alcohol. Luke took one of the drugs. Yeah. We don't know what yet. Some drinking <laughs> one.
0: I think it was GHP, the rupee yes. drug.
1: <laughs> yeah, took too much. But Noah and Dex head to the dark room to go further to probably hook up. I was like, ooh, um, yes. Disney, what's happening? <laughs> yes. <laughs> this one is definitely a... <laughs> they let you know, they're like, this has mature themes.
0: <laughs> We're putting this on Hulu, not Disney+. <laughs> yes,
1: <laughs> exactly. So they go into the dark room, and there's people having sex around them, and Noah pulls Dex's uh, Speedo down to start... Uh, having oral sex, and that he spots will, and that kind of throws him it's off so like why is for he him here to
0: Be in there
1: <laughs> yeah <laughs> part of me was wondering, like did he go in there to make sure that like Noah was going to be okay since Maybe. he knows dex's past that's what I like to
0: think. make sure he doesn't have a video camera
1: <laughs> yeah <laughs> but. <laughs> Will sees that Noah has spotted him, and it <laughs> makes him freak out and quickly run out of the room, and as Noah gets up to follow him, he headbutts Dex in the nose, and kind of <laughs> takes him out of the moment, and his nose starts to bleed.
0: Is that when we see Mary? I mean, not Mary. What's... Oh,
1: oh. um, Max. Max. Oh, who is this that? Was my is my favorite that me? part
0: i'm gorgeous <laughs> yes
1: <laughs> this was my favorite part of the entire movie <laughs> because he has clearly taken taken some i think they said ketamine <laughs> and he's like are my peoples black and he was like actually they're they are really black what did you take and then he spots himself in the mirror and he's like is that me Gorgeous! And he starts to cry.
0: (laughs) I was like, I always love Mary, no matter what adaptation.
1: (laughs) Me too. I loved it. It was my favorite part. So he takes Max out to the bathroom and he's like, gives him a water bottle, tells him fill it up and don't stop drinking until it's empty. (laughs) Good friend. (laughs) Yes, very good. And very Elizabeth to take care of everyone.
0: I know. I assume he didn't do any drugs.
1: I, I mean, maybe... (laughs) Maybe he's just done. Well, he does say
0: he did do a little bit because he, but he just knows how to do it.
1: (laughs) I say he's probably done it so many times that maybe it's just he knows how to handle it. (laughs) Mm -hmm. But as he sends Max off to the bathroom, he spots Howie, (laughs) and uh, on a like an oversized (laughs) Adirondack chair, (laughs) he's clearly. on On Somali uh, and is tripping and
0: being sad and rolling in a giant chair is just like hilarious and sad at the same time.
1: (laughs) Yes, yes, he's very upset because what's the (laughs) thing? Charlie was dancing with some other guy and he uh, is like, you know, I don't care, whatever, fuck it. But then Luke and Keegan show up and Luke is very much. Over the top, done has completely <laughs> <laughs> taken too much GHB and is like barely there. And they kind of take Howie and head off.
0: Oh, did we even say that we saw Charlie and his ex?
1: I think I just quickly mentioned oh, it okay. that they were that they were, <laughs> I, I feel think like it, I don't know. I if,
0: might have skipped it. I, my, yeah, that was my fault.
1: <laughs> no, no, no. I, I, don't. I think at this point we don't know that he's the ex yet. We just know. I think uh, right. Howie says that he's like a juiced up. Zach F. Rod or something. He <laughs> <laughs> makes some Zach Efron comment about him.
0: He's so funny in this part where he's like, I love neighbors too. It's the rare sequel that surpasses the original. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then he falls on the ground and he's like, Ground is the nude chair. <laughs>
1: <laughs> ground is the nude chair. <laughs> <laughs> <cracks> me up. <laughs> but Keegan and Luke take Howie and they kind of head off, and then we find out from Will that they actually took the last water taxi and to catch up to them we'll now are going to head through the meat rack which is kind of like a path Uh Uh, to find them and this is our raining scene which is it's the
0: proposal (laughs) (laughs) there's lightning in the distance
1: yes (laughs) rather than a proposal we just get a tense conversation about how someone's very stuck up and they did hear that conversation and you know it's not so great and Noah falls in mud and Will helps him up and they kind of have like a quick moment where he's gonna kiss him but then Noah's like what are you doing (laughs) And it kind of kills the mood, and then he runs out.
0: Yeah, he's a lot less culpable in the whole breaking up of Howie and Charlie than Darcy is of the Jane Bingley.
1: Yeah, it's very much we find out Cooper's doing. Yeah. (laughs) Mm -mm -mm. But at this other party that the rest of the group went to, Noah's looking for Howie, while Keegan's also looking for Luke. Seems like both are missing. But Noah finds Howie talking to what I wrote, the microaggression supreme. <laughs> <who> is,
0: <laughs> he's the guy from the beginning who he yes. grabbed, um Will for.
1: <laughs> yes, yes. He's, he's very happy to guess, I guess, what ethnicity you are. And he's mm-hmm. got plenty of anime <laughs> tattoos. and Yep. <laughs> uh, and luckily, Noah saves him from being a part of that, but they have a very tense conversation about their current relationship, and <sighs> don't about fight. forcing things. Yeah, it was very <laughs> sad. I didn't like it. I was like, oh, don't fight. You're on Fire Island.
0: Luckily it only lasts for like one evening basically
1: <laughs> yes <laughs> well when you're stuck on the island <laughs> you have it's very a whole few choices our
0: island time. <laughs> right
1: <laughs> but noah heads home and wraps himself up in a towel and kind of passes out on a like a poolside chair and then he's woken up the next morning by aaron keegan and max all yelling at him <laughs> howie and luke both never made it home and there's a letter from will for noah
0: you gotta love um, a letter and a pride and prejudice yes. update.
1: <laughs> I love it.
0: And the phone thing is finally paying off.
1: <laughs> yes, yes. We <laughs> no, get a letter because we don't have a phone. Don't forget. Exactly. <laughs> he reads the letter and then he comes back out and he finds Aaron's watching Howie and Charlie have a conversation by the pool. but They can't overhear it because that's the one spot that you can't eavesdrop. But um, Aaron and Noah have a very deeply personal conversation about what trying to fix other people and how it can push them away and maybe you shouldn't do that he's fine on his own
0: yeah i'm reading an emma adaptation right now and i'm like hmm, that's emma's problem too <laughs>
1: Yep. <laughs> I, know. I was thinking during the second viewing i was like what are the chances that we'll just get like a modern gay adaptation of each jade austin book <laughs> is that too much Let's to ask? do it i don't <laughs> know
0: considering the response to the persuasion trailer <laughs> right <laughs> <laughs> but actually maybe it would be fine <laughs>
1: yeah who knows but it'd be more more austin is always appreciated agreed noah heads out and he is by the ice palace when he oh, runs wait. in
0: is it the letter that we find out that Charles is getting back with his ex, or Charlie is getting back with his ex oh, because yeah, yeah, of Lyme yeah. disease. Sorry.
1: <laughs> yes, his she ex, like, Freeze, <laughs>
2: appar-
1: apparently has Lyme disease, which, uh, you know, he probably got from Fire Island. <laughs> and so, why are you here True. again?
0: I've known several people who've gotten Lyme disease, and it's not, like, a good thing to get. But it's not, like, no. a reason to in a bad relationship with someone mm,
1: no like you can't <laughs> really it's like a, a illness that I'm if I understand it like it's like hard to like take care of a person because there's it's a lot of like brain stuff going on so I it's knew like one
0: girl had to get like a um, permanent catheter to her heart like not catheter uh, but like um,
1: a line yeah or something oh that's terrible yeah I don't know uh, if it's
0: Definitely.
2: Stay
1: away from the tick. Okay. So uh by the oh and then also in the letter we find out that Will says that Dex is very good at hiding who he is and that mm-hmm. he's you know, not to trust him because he's not who he seems. So yeah. plant that little seed too. <laughs> <laughs> but Noah runs off and he's by the ice palace and he spots Will, who's eating another <laughs> ice, cream cone.
2: <laughs> another
1: <tiny> ice <laughs> another, cream cone. Another tiny ice cream. Another another tiny one. <laughs> And Will spots him and then immediately tosses it into the bushes and runs into the ice palace. It's so
0: hilarious. It's like a cartoon. (laughs)
1: Yes. (laughs) Because it's just so immediate and fast. He's just like, oh, gotta go.
0: And Noah chases him like, well, I have to.
1: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) If he's gonna run, I'm gonna run. But inside, we see that Peppermint is performing. Peppermint! Which very, I'm so happy to see Peppermint. Me too. Stark I had looked at the
0: cast list and I was like, Peppermint's in this? And then when he showed excited. up, I was like, yeah.
1: <laughs> yes. I love Peppermint.
0: This was where it was really making me laugh the second watch.
1: <laughs> yes. They're having a conversation about Dex, and Will shows him his Insta, which is very full of problematic. Muscle gay content, as I called it. (laughs) Which is just, I'm naked, but I'm at a post with a Black Lives Matter sign and a Stop (laughs) Asian Hate uh, face mask. And Uh yeah, it's all about you. It's not actually about what's going on.
0: I like it when Noah says, you sent me a letter like a Victorian
1: ghost. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And he was like, well, you didn't have a phone. so." (laughs)
0: And when Will says through gritted teeth, I'm actually a very loving person!
1: <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I can be fun. <laughs> uh, to prove that he's not a sourpuss, Noah sort of pushes him on stage to participate in the dance-off, which does not go well, <laughs> but it softens Noah. To
0: I would like to see a dance-off scene in the Colin Firth version.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> I would love it see Darcy dance <laughs> off. Oh, that would be funny. I want
0: to see all the Darcys that have ever been Darcy have a dance <laughs> <Yes. laughs> as Darcy,
1: <laughs> all dressed up as Darcy, as their Darcy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That'd be funny. And then we go to Monday. Uh, Noah and Will are going to the beach together, <laughs> which I feel like is like a very intimate thing to do for like gay people because you're kind of like exposing your body, which is like a big deal on Fire Island. Um, They're both reading books, and they're giving each other flirty little glances and laughing and talking, and they're having a great time.
0: Yeah, it's very... Elizabeth goes to Pemberley. (laughs) Yes, (laughs) very much.
1: (laughs) But next then we go to karaoke, and Luke is back with the group. (laughs) And we find out that he was with the guy last night, and that He's the hottest one in the group now. Sorry, <laughs> Noah.
0: <laughs> so Lydia.
1: <laughs> so Lydia. Um, but then Noah and Howie kind of have a, a, a little mending of their recent spat. Oh, um, goodness. But, which was really... Yeah, I was like, thank goodness this is short because I can't take it. <laughs> but um, Howie gets called on stage with Luke and Keegan to sing. And they perform Britney Spears's Sometimes.
0: <laughs> I was... Um, we haven't even... We've already recorded it, but we haven't released it yet. But I was like, "There's no way," because Sanditon—we're <laughs> doing Sanditon next, uh-huh. and it's so like fast-paced. And I was like, "There's no way they would allow an entire song to be sung, an entire no. karaoke song to be sung on Sanditon. It'd no. be like two <laughs> notes, cut away.
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we would get maybe like the first part of the chorus, and that's it. So you know yeah. where it is." <laughs> <laughs> But we get pretty much the whole song, which is great.
0: Yeah, it was fun.
1: (laughs) But as the song ends, Erin looks at her phone and starts to scream. Uh. Very Mrs. Bennett. (laughs) And uh, they go outside, and as they crowd around her at the bar, she keeps saying, Oh, my Luke, my Luke, my poor Luke. And then Luke takes the phone and sees that it's a video of him and Dex having sex, and it's been posted on the internet.
0: He's like a real sexual predator. like. (laughs)
1: Yeah, I mean, yeah, I guess I mean, Wickham
0: was too, in you know, in a way, in a different way. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's technically, yeah, it's rape because he was very intoxicated; he could not consent. Yeah, but this definitely sets a fire under Noah, and he is pissed, and he's been he's seen the true Dex, and he takes the phone and goes to confront him with Will.
0: <laughs> I was like, you can both kill him. Yes, <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'm going to kill. him. No, I'm going to kill him. <laughs> uh, but they go to the pool where Dex is at, and Noah immediately pushes him in and confronts him about the video.
0: That's a good confrontation.
1: <laughs> yes. And Dex is saying that he was very, quote-unquote, willing, unlike someone else I know who is clearly talking about Noah, which I was like, wasn't he blowing you at the club already? <laughs> like, How is that not willing?
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He probably would have gotten back with you if you hadn't left with all of his
1: friends. Exactly. If you weren't trying to, like, have a safety net.
0: But he wasn't intoxicated um, enough.
1: mm Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm -hmm. Gross. But then Will starts to threaten him with revenge porn charges. (laughs) And that kind of scares Dex into deleting the video and his Instagram. Thank you, Yes. (laughs) And then Noah tosses his phone into the pool, and then Will reminds him, You know those are waterproof now. And he (laughs) says, Don't ruin the moment for me.
0: (laughs) Thank God he didn't have to marry Luke.
1: (laughs) Seriously? That would be horrible. On their way back, we find out that Will has never seen Legally Blonde, which I wrote is a queer felony. And. (laughs) We find out that Will is actually a lawyer who's involved with tenants' rights. He's not some corporate evil lawyer, so he's a good...
0: <laughs> he's just not very good at parties.
1: <laughs> no, he's not a good party person. <laughs> but then they get back to the group, and Noah tells them the story, and then Luke basically turns around and puts himself in Noah's spot and basically says, I pushed him into the pool, and then I threatened him with revenge porn <laughs> laws. <laughs> oh, Luke... <laughs> Noah and Howie are talking when Charlie walks up, but unfortunately Reese does too, who's the worst. And
0: I kept thinking of him as like Georgiana, but not Georgiana.
1: <laughs> yeah, like an evil Georgiana.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> Thankfully that kind of quickly wraps up and they leave. And then Keegan but I
0: don't with, like him at all.
1: He's, no, he's as the baddest worst. Cooper. <laughs> I feel like he's worse than Cooper, in my opinion. I was like, he is annoying and like just weird and rude i hate it
0: yeah you're probably right
1: (laughs) but then we see keegan dragging luke over to noah to thank him for standing up for him kind of have like a heart to heart and noah's like your family to me and they kind of like come to a good standing with each other and they sort of hug it out as much as luke would let let it happen (laughs) so back at the house Noah finds Howie's packing his things to leave and Howie tells Noah that he's just tired of feeling unwanted and he just wants to go home
0: let the drugs wear off
1: (laughs) (laughs) just let all the K come out and let all the alcohol (laughs) it's
0: your last chance to hang out on Fire Island with all of your friends and you only have like one more day you don't have to change your plane tickets you can't let right. this boy win.
1: <laughs> right, right, right. But you know, it is very Jane to be like, I'm just so, I've given him so much of myself to the yeah. short-lived romance. Yeah. And it's taken too much. <laughs> Ugh, but It's very sad. But Noah promises that he won't tell Charlie, but then quickly he runs over to Charlie's <laughs> house <laughs> and tells him he has to go after Howie and that it's going to take something big, something stupid. win him over.
0: Pre-9-11 rom-com movie, stupid. (laughs)
1: Yes. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Then we see Noah running to the docks, and he gets there just in time to say bye to Howie. And the whole house kind of has like a sad sending off. And then as the boat kind of is in the middle of the voyage between here and the mainland, Charlene will show up. And they're too late. But Noah tells Charlie that if he wants to fix this, he has to do something big. And something stupid, which gives Will an idea.
0: Get yourself a boat, Charlie.
1: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Seeing he's he
0: sad on a boat is so sad. <laughs> don't be sad I on know.
1: a boat. <laughs> I was like, don't cry. No, I'm not on a boat. <laughs> At the mainland docks, uh, Howie's getting off the ferry. And he hears some people in the distance screaming his name. And he turns <laughs> around to see the group with Will and Charlie riding in on a boat. And we find out that they stole a water taxi <laughs> and it has a very unhappy lesbian in it. <laughs> but Charlie gets out and he is trying to figure out the words to say to Howie to get him to stay. And they tell him to go big and stupid. And so he says, I love you. And he's like, Not that big, not that stupid. <laughs> and Howie's like, Yeah, we kind of just met. So that's too much. But he just tells him a bunch of compliments, how great he is, and how beautiful he is, and it wins him over, and they kiss. (laughs) Yes, perfect typing, and everyone's cheering except for the lesbian. I was
0: like, "You got me, movie. (laughs) It's so cute and sweet." (laughs) I think I teared up at that point.
1: (laughs) Yes, but then it's quickly (laughs) broken up because the the lesbian wants to know when are we going to Cherry Grove. She needs to go now. You hijacked her water taxi. <laughs> and so they take the water taxi back to Fire Island and they celebrate with drinks. And Noah realizes what makes the trip to Fire Island special isn't the house and the you know, the trip, but really it's the people that and the family that they've created together. It starts very sweet.
0: Ending with the voiceover it sounds very much like a summer camp movie. <laughs>
1: Yes. <laughs>
0: that summer we spent on fire.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it was the best summer of our lives.
0: <laughs> but first, two people need to kiss.
1: Yeah, of course. They need to kiss together. At the docks, uh, Noah meets up with Will and they talk about what each other wants. And surprisingly, they find out it's very similar. Each other. They're both... <laughs> 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 but they're both non monogamous, which is a big plus. Mm. But they spot a couple dancing and Will says that's what he wants and they decide to do the same but the group cuts in and they all like dance around and cheer as it's the sun sets and we have Diana Ross Let's Dance playing and it's like kind of like the perfect like ending for a summer movie in my opinion and it just kind of fades almost out.
0: exactly the same as the joe Wright version ends with the sun coming yeah. except for instead of rising it's setting, setting. And it's coming <laughs> right between them as they're kissing
1: <laughs> it's perfect i loved it
0: yeah i liked it better the second time
1: <laughs> <laughs> me too i i just love it i was like maybe this will be like a a fun like summer movie to put on every year
0: totally. just for like a
1: little pick me yeah. up
0: totally it's only an hour and 45 minutes like so yeah
1: it's a good it's a good length too Mm -hmm. but that's it it was so good what was your favorite part
0: oh my gosh okay let me (laughs) i think it was particularly hilarious during the underwear party when they're all on drugs especially (laughs) howie and his giant chair (laughs) and (laughs) barry i just really loved a lot of the hilarious quips and stuff
1: me too and I loved getting to see all, like, the beautifulness of Far Island and the oh, definitely sure. the, the underwear party was with uh, Max was my favorite. The Catching himself in the mirror and realizing that he's beautiful. <laughs>
0: that was hilarious.
1: <laughs> yes, it just made me laugh out loud.
0: There was this one little transitional moment with a deer getting on a boardwalk and I was like, uh-huh. I want to go there.
1: <laughs> I know. I was like, it's, it's probably just, like, beautiful all the time in. And- perfect weather probably
0: and I really liked Howie and Noah's friendship it was very sweet and Mm -hmm. I just thought it was very sweet you know I like it when a movie makes me go kiss 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 yes (laughs) (laughs) and then they do
1: (laughs) yes and I didn't um, I caught it the second time around but uh, it's such a like a gay thing to do but they kept calling each other like my sisters and I felt (laughs) like that kind of fit in so well with Oh, you know, Pride and Prejudice, because, you know, sisters. Yes.
0: Before I had watched it, I didn't really know that much about it, but I saw the poster, and I was like, mm-hmm. oh, that's the Bennett sisters. That's Mary. That's yes. Kitty. That's- <laughs>
1: <laughs> I love doing that in movies that are, like, you know, inspired or adapted or whatever. Like, I just, I love picking yeah. out the things. I'm like, I know what that is. I know what that is.
0: Yeah. <laughs> it was just a really great... Uh, jane austen adaptation the first time i was afraid that it was maybe a little too hallmarky you know Mm -hmm. like maybe just a little more raunchy than a hallmark but i don't think so i think just the voiceover at the beginning kind of gave it that feeling Uh uh-huh yeah the second time i found it like even funnier and Mm -hmm. me too I wasn't so much concerned with who was who. Although, I was still writing them all as their Jane Austen character names. <laughs> <Yes>.
1: <laughs> Well, some of their names are so close. I'm like, every time I say Keegan or Luke, I'm like, Kitty Lydia, Kitty Lydia, Yeah. <laughs> In my head.
0: I was like, how come it wasn't... I don't know what's an E person name (laughs) or J person name. Elliot.
2: (laughs) Elvin and John. Elvin. Elvin.
1: Elvin. Elvin, And then Kitty can be (laughs) Kelvin. (laughs) They can all be Elvins. I love that. I really enjoyed
0: it. Yeah. Should we try to sort someone?
1: Sure. Yeah. Who should we do? Noah? (laughs) (laughs) Sure. Yeah, that works for me.
0: (laughs) We've never done an Elizabeth.
1: Oh, yeah. But I wouldn't
0: necessarily say Elizabeth, but probably very similar to Elizabeth.
1: (laughs) I would say very similar, but like different enough where we can do uh, actual Elizabeth completely different.
0: Yeah. I would say, okay, let's see. Someone who Hmm. is... Trying to take care of their friends, but also not necessarily themselves.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I would say definitely caretaker of other people and kind of like, I'm trying to think of like what the word is, but like, kind of like very easily goes from adaptable, like goes from situation to situation. Isn't really hung up on anything and it's kind of like kind of a little more free than the rest of Yeah,
0: yeah. So maybe a mutable sign?
1: Yeah, I would say so.
0: Maybe. Pisces or Sagittarius
1: I kind of like Sagittarius because I okay well
0: that makes that's good too because I feel like the running like I like to read and I like mm -hmm. to be confrontational about my beliefs
1: (laughs) (laughs) I did yeah I and I I feel like I saw parts of myself in Noah um so that would fit perfectly
0: yeah, I think Sagittarius is a good one. Yeah, let's do yes. Sagittarius. Yes, and
1: I would say chaotic.
0: Good? <laughs> <laughs> Actually, Maybe <more> chaotic. <laughs> uh,
1: yeah, yeah, neutral good because not afraid to get confrontational, but doesn't go out of his way to be confrontational.
0: Yeah, yeah,
1: and always is keep an eye out for his friends. The edge of neutral and chaos to me. Yeah. <laughs> It's that weird in-between. We need that word. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> and David Lynch. I mean, you oh, probably would have an actual opinion about David
1: Lynch. <laughs> yeah, probably. I feel like the numerous times he's been on Culture, Teresa's they've had to have mentioned David Lynch at least once. So, I mean, I feel maybe like... Maybe like a Wild at
0: Heart or more of a, like, an intellectual one?
1: I feel like it would maybe be like a Blue Velvet.
0: Yeah blue velvet's a good one
1: yeah i feel like because noah's such a reader i feel like blue velvet definitely has more like i'm gonna analyze these themes and yeah what's going on
0: yeah probably also a twin peaks,
1: Oh, of course, of course. <laughs> <laughs> i feel like everyone especially mary everyone loves twin peaks of the island totally
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm excited that we're gonna be finishing up twin peaks for a little while so that we can do some more David Lynch movies because i feel Me like too. we need to add to our sorting abilities.
1: <laughs> yeah, i mean there's so many we haven't seen and I know. I'm sure it'll it'll mix up the whole bunch.
0: Yeah. Okay. Any final thoughts?
1: I would just say i i was just really happy this movie was made. It's such a fun watch. It's funny. It's got, it's, like, heartfelt moments, and it's just, like, makes me want to do summer things, so it's a great summer movie. Totally. I'll definitely be probably putting it back on next summer.
0: Yeah, yeah. I really enjoyed it. I love any time a new Jane Austen adaptation comes out, especially if it's, like, Mm -hmm. not with the traditional, you know. Like a period. White. (laughs) (laughs) decision
1: yeah (laughs) yes not to say
0: that i I don't enjoy those as well i just you know anytime anyone wants to do something outside the boxes especially i love because it's exciting bringing more people in for one thing and it's i love to see all the different interpretations there's that new persuasion that's coming out and Mm -hmm. i don't know if you went online at all when the trailer came out but People had a lot of opinions. And opinions about people's opinions. opinions about people's
1: opinions about people's opinions. Do you see my face? I'm so shocked. Oh my god. <laughs> <I'm> <laughs> but I feel so like when new. Fire
0: Island came out, I didn't hear that much. So
1: no, I don't know if either. the
0: Jane Austen community really... Maybe they didn't know that it was a Jane Austen adaptation. Yeah.
1: Or maybe it was like so... Since it wasn't like a period kind of retelling of it, maybe they just weren't as focused on it yeah but, but I definitely should be
0: yeah go watch it you know i mean i mm-hmm. suppose if you're especially well no you don't want to listen to this podcast if you're especially
1: like <laughs> <laughs> i
0: don't even know what the word i'm looking for is but <laughs> uptight
1: <laughs> mm-hmm. kind of like my jane austen has to look this way and this way only and if it's anything different i hate it
0: Yeah, you definitely don't listen to this podcast, if you feel like (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
1: it. And this is also a good Jane Austen sort of piece to watch if you're a hardcore David Lynch person and not so much an Austen. It's a very good middle ground.
0: Yeah, definitely. Definitely. It's a nice, fun, lighthearted summer. Really got the Jane Austen Pride and Prejudice, bare bones of it at least, you know. Oh, yeah. And yeah, definitely recommend
1: oh yeah highly recommend and it's a well,
0: loop. <laughs> <It's easy laughs> <to laughs> yeah easy
1: to, easy to watch <laughs> speaking of recommending uh do you have any recommendations for today mm,
0: mm, or would yes. you like me to
1: go first oh go ahead
0: you could you can go first
1: Oh, well I kinda of mentioned it earlier, but I'm just gonna recommend Bowen Yang and Matt Rogers podcast Los Culturistas. It's probably my favorite podcast. It's very funny. <laughs> and they just recently had an episode that is probably one of my favorite all time episodes with Tomas Matos, who plays Keegan.
0: Oh, ah. Yeah, and
1: yeah, it's very interesting and you find out that Tomas is actually is a Broadway dancer. He they were in oh gosh, what's that show? The Di- the Princess Diana show, and then the um, what's, <laughs> <laughs> God, what's the show about them going to the underworld, and it's kind of new.
0: Is that Hades Town?
1: Yes, Hades Town. Yeah. Yes, uh, but um yeah, it was a really good episode. So check it out.
0: Okay, I definitely will. I think I recommend two things. Ooh. <laughs> Well, they're both very on brand for me. But <laughs> <laughs> first, I want to recommend Miss Marvel because oh, it hasn't yes. been out that long, but it is so cute. And of course, I'm going to recommend everything, mm-hmm. Marvel. You guys, <sighs> whatever. <Nope>. But <laughs> <laughs> it's really cute. Cool. I love the comic back when I was reading comics a lot, and it's just got like this coming of age nostalgic almost feeling to it not like nostalgic because it's contemporary but like it has a feeling for me as an adult it's like a nostalgic feelings and Mm -hmm. it's so interesting and cool and done so well i just am loving it and another thing that i've kind of recommended in the past, you know, I recommended Critical Role, the role-playing game, back yes. a while ago. Well, they just came out with this, like, four-part, I guess, I don't want to mini-series. <laughs> it's, like, four uh-huh. episodes that was, like, doing the um, ancient history of this world that they play Ooh. in in Exa- Exandria. And, you know, it was, like, a tale of the destruction of the world in a way. But it was done so uh-huh. Well, I watched I watched all of it and then I watched like the last two and a half hours on Sunday morning because I just Mm -hmm. I I like to watch role play on Sunday mornings. And (laughs) (laughs) it was a really long episode. But I just I watched the last two and a half hours and I went through every emotion a person could go through and when it was done, (laughs) I haven't been able to stop thinking about it since. And I'm like, Wow. I don't know how to make people watch this because it's a kind of a commitment, but like if you just want to watch one fourth episode long episodes but you can mm-hmm. break them up and just see like how amazing these people are <laughs> they're like able to tell a story that's kind of a story that is already planned but also improvising the whole thing and then you're using dice as like the fate factor and it's just like i don't even know wow. how you guys do it but it was it was amazing and so I figured I myself well recommend it.
1: <laughs> yeah, that sounds awesome. That sounds so <laughs> cool.
0: Really good. You can watch it on YouTube on the Critical Role channel or on Twitch. <sighs> it was so good. Though. Yeah,
1: <laughs> that's so it's so cool, and it kind of like if you're a Stranger Things fan and you're watching the new season, there's some D and D stuff, so it kind of ties into that. So totally. I'm sure if you like that, that,
0: we might have, or maybe I it's coming it, up. I don't know.
1: <laughs> I think I did already maybe I don't know I think I did at some point because yeah, I, it was yeah. a scary season Yeah, but, it was good. Um, it was good. <laughs> but yeah if you like that then you'll probably like all the critical role it sounds really yeah. cool
0: oh my gosh if you just want to like dip a toe in this has got like all of the everything it's not like hilarious <laughs>
2: but it does
0: <laughs> it was so intense I was like <sighs> I was watching it and I was like walking around my living <laughs> room
1: <laughs> you're like pacing like I'm so anxious i can't sit down and
2: watch
0: this
1: <laughs> <laughs> that's so cool i mean that speaks to it so yeah i have to yeah. check that out
0: yeah definitely a good one okay next week will be sanditon episodes one and two we might have already said that that's next week prior to this but it's actually next week
1: so <laughs> <laughs> we just told a white lie no big deal yeah,
0: <laughs> so we're going to be doing Sanditon and finishing up Twin Peaks, and then we'll mm-hmm. do Persuasion.
1: Yes, very exciting.
0: <laughs> and if you want to get in contact with us,
1: yes, you could email us at mannersofmadness at gmail dot com. You can DM us on Twitter at mannersmadness or on Instagram at pod or you can leave a one minute voicemail on our website at mannersofmadness dot com.
0: Yes, and. We'd love a rating and review if it's five stars. <laughs> Otherwise, you might give us a
2: complex.
0: <laughs> we'll
1: be okay. We'll be okay. But, you know, we prefer the five stars. It
0: doesn't matter what other people think.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Four stars is still good. Still good. Still we just good. have to keep... Keep reminding ourselves. Brings our average down. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So if you would like to increase our average, give us some five stars.
0: We would love it. (laughs) All right. Well, I guess that's it for this week. Yeah.
1: Thank you for listening.
0: Thank you for listening. And hopefully you've already watched Fire Out. (laughs) But if not, (laughs) go see it.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Take a listen and then listen to the episode again. See if you agree. Yeah.
0: Listen to it again.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, we'll see you next week. Good night. Bye.